at St Andrews, we are constantly exploring together uh, what it means for us to be a mission-shaped church. And that is what this morning's Gospel reading is about. Uh, the story is about Jesus sending out his followers into mission. And you would think that before he sent them, he would want to give them uh, strong words of encouragement and to stir up their spirits and fill them with a sense of joy and hope for the mission journey that lay ahead. But he doesn't do that, I'm afraid. In fact, his approach seems really puzzling. Um, it's a huge task that Jesus wants his team to undertake. So what does he say to them? He says, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. It's not much of a way to motivate the team, really. He's saying there's a lot of hard work to do, guys, but there's hardly any of you to do it. <laughs> and as if that wasn't bad enough, um, he compounds the problem further when he says, go on your way. I'm sending you out like lambs into the midst of wolves. Carry no purse, no bag, no sandals. Well, that task doesn't sound very inviting, does it? He's saying it's too big for the team and we're likely to get ravaged by wolves and we can't take anything with us to help us on the way. Well, welcome to Christian Mission. So what do we learn from this passage about the task of mission to which we are called? Well, first we learn that mission is a partnership activity between all of us and God. Mission and ministry is a corporate activity that we undertake together as the body of Christ in this place. Christian mission is the responsibility of all believers everywhere. Now that may make us feel nervous because we don't feel confident in our own abilities. But that's of course exactly how Moses felt in Exodus 4 when he said to God, Lord, don't send me. I've never been a good speaker. I'm a poor speaker, slow and hesitant. But God wouldn't let him off that lightly and said to Moses, Who gave man his mouth? It is I, the Lord. Now go, I will help you to speak and I will tell you what to say. And the same is true of us today, that if we are obedient to God in responding to the mission call, he will empower us for the task and give us the words to say. Like those whom Jesus sent out, we may be taken out of our comfort zone, but we go in the power of the Holy Spirit and uh, we are transformed from being mere bystanders into being participants for the kingdom of God. And so Jesus sent them out two by two in partnership with one another. The call to mission is essentially a call to partnership work for the kingdom of God. And we all have a part to play in that. And second, mission requires that we are absolutely focused on the task in hand. As a church, we need to be single-minded in our commitment to mission. And that's why in verse 4, Jesus says to those he sends out, greet no one on the road. Now it sounds like Jesus was encouraging rudeness, uh, but that's not really uh, what he was driving at. In Middle Eastern, African and Asian countries, greetings can take a very long time. I remember quite a few years ago, I was running a um, ministry conference near Johannesburg and uh, one delegate from Malawi turned up three days late. And I asked him if everything was okay, said that we'd uh, been worried about him. 
And he said, no, everything's fine. I just set, I just met someone at the train station. And that was it. Uh, he met someone, got chatting, and turned up three days late for the conference. Uh, perhaps in a less obvious way, when it comes to mission, it's easy for us uh, to get sidetracked and forget why we are on the journey in the first place. Uh, too often churches operate um, like social clubs, a place to hang out, a place to be with friends. Now, of course, forming friendships is absolutely vital to church life. And of course, St Andrew's Church must be a warm community that we enjoy together. But us enjoying being part of the community here is not the sum total of what St Andrew's is about. We are a mission-shaped church. We are constantly seeking new ways, creative ways, to share the gospel with others. So Jesus' imperative not to stop and greet anyone was not saying that they shouldn't be friendly to each other um, or shouldn't be friendly to other people, but saying that the building of relationships was part of the task in hand and that they shouldn't get sidetracked and forget the missional work that needed doing by becoming too comfortable. They needed to remain single-minded in purpose. And as we continue to develop as a mission-shaped church, we may find ourselves uh, being taken by God outside of our comfort zones. And so verse 7 in this passage is really important in this regard, where Jesus says, uh, remain in the same house, eating and drinking whatever they provide. Now this may seem like a really obvious thing to say, so why is it so important? Well, it was quite a radical thing to say, actually, to young Jews who would only have eaten ritually clean food, because the mission that they were being sent on was to the other side of the River Jordan, which was a Gentile region. And if they accepted hospitality, they would have to eat unclean food. So Jesus is saying that in order to be successful in their mission, they would have to sit lightly to their religiosity and their rituals and immerse themselves in the local culture so that there would be no barriers to receiving Christ. Now, of course, that's a huge challenge to us as a church. Uh, we may be um, very comfortable with the way church is, but if we are to be truly missional and embrace the wider community, it will inevitably involve us stepping outside of our corporate comfort zone in order to find new and creative ways to reach out with the gospel. And that can be as challenging as it is exciting. And thirdly, we learn from this passage that mission is activity-based. Now again, this may seem like an obvious thing to say, but being involved in mission is about more than words. It's about active engagement. And in this passage, in verse 9, uh, Jesus exhorts his followers to say, the kingdom of God has come near to you. And Jesus points to three signs that prove that the kingdom of God is near. Firstly, the sharing of hospitality. In verse 7, he says, eat and drink whatever they provide. Do not move about from house to house. The sharing of hospitality is a sign of the kingdom. And by hospitality, I don't just mean having a cup of tea or a meal together, but that we are to share space together, to celebrate our diversity and encourage one another in our walk with God. Secondly, compassion and care are signs of the kingdom. 
In verse 9, Jesus said, cure the sick who are there. Caring for the sick and the dying, the sad, the lonely, the hurt, the anxious, they're all signs that the kingdom of God is in our midst. And thirdly, proclaiming the gospel is a sign of the kingdom. Verse 9, again, say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. You know, people cannot guess the truths of the Christian faith. They need to be told about Jesus' love and how that has been expressed through the cross and the resurrection. Proclaiming the kingdom clearly in words is an important aspect of mission too. So this fascinating passage has a lot to tell us about mission. Firstly, that the call to mission is a partnership activity between us and God. And second, that we need to be focused and single-minded about mission. And thirdly, that mission happens in a variety of ways, sharing hospitality together, showing compassion and care for one another, proclaiming the good news. And our prayer must surely be that St Andrews becomes increasingly known as a missionary people, a hospitable people, a compassionate people, a proclamation people, as we allow ourselves to be shaped by God in this way then the community of Enfield will increasingly join with us in proclaiming this one great truth, the kingdom of God has come near.